Live from HumorFest 2022 in historic downtown Quebec City, it's Anda Scotch Egg's Comedy Game Showdown! Please welcome your host, me, Dan Donnelly. Hello, 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 and welcome to Anda Scotch Egg's Comedy Game Showdown, or should I say, salut et bonsoir, mesdames et messieurs, because... We are here in Quebec. We just did this show in French in Toronto last week, so it's going to be... I think we got it backwards. I don't know why we're doing it this way. But uh, no, we're very happy to be here tonight. Uh, I actually lived in Montreal for eight years, so it's a bit like a homecoming to come back to Quebec City. One thing that really makes me feel at home is having conversations with shop clerks where I'm speaking bad French and they're speaking bad English back at me. And no one understands each other. It's nice. Uh, as you may have seen, our theme is I love the 2010s. It'll be just like those VH1 shows. I love the 60s through 80s, except uh, we don't have the benefit of any kind of historical hindsight. <laughs> you guys remember the 2010s, right? They weren't, they weren't that long ago, I think. <laughs> I'm not really very sure. Uh, the 2010s, which gave us such wonderful things as uh, widespread social media. No applause. No, no. Fidget spinners. Fidget spinners. Brexit. The Trump presidency. Also some good things, probably. Actually, did anything good happen? In the 2010s. Call of Duty. Harambe, no, that was a bad one. Well, I guess that's it then. Why are we doing this show about the 2010s? I don't know, we're gonna have to figure it out. But we have a great show in store for you guys and we're gonna get started in just a moment. But first we have a word from our sponsor, 2020. <laughs> Are you looking for everything that was terrible about the 2010s compressed into a single year that also somehow seems like a decade? Then 2020 might be for you. Do you feel like you're finally hitting a stride in your comedy career and need nothing less than an 18th month interruption where all of your creative outlets are taken away and you can do nothing but order garbage food and watch old Star Trek episodes while your marriage slowly disintegrates? then 2020 might be for you. 2020 is not recommended for children. Or anyone else, really. Don't ask your doctor about 2020. All right, are you guys ready to get your show started? Yeah. All right. Let me first introduce your two teams. First up, we have Team Yanni. Please welcome Joey Harlem. Ada Nicole, and James O'Hara. And up against Team Yanni, their mortal enemies, Team Laurel. <laughs> Please welcome George Burgess, Sebastian Chow, and Ross Hammond. You guys didn't want to sit under your pictures, that's cool. All right. We're gonna get the show started with a pop quiz. Are you guys ready? All right. Here we go. 
The first question, the category is parasocial activity. The 2010s saw the rise of YouTube, which is now the largest and most widely used content platform on earth. What did people do before YouTube? George. Balls to the wall colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ada. Find each other attractive and then fuck about it. <laughs> That's a more positive take on it, at least. <laughs> Ross. They pondered the nature of life and also did an insane amount of whippets. Yes! <laughs> Hanging out in the grocery store. Parking lot. Yes, Joey. Uh, what is eating paint? <laughs> you have to wait until it turns into chips. That's why we have the air fryer. Yes, <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, Erotic cave paintings. Ooh, long before YouTube. Mm. Or also something teens did before YouTube recently. <laughs> it's just a dick on the wall of a, of a sewer. But it's, uh, it's hot anyway, right? Yes, James. Cried either more or less. I can't decide. <laughs> oh, it's both. Great. All right, thank you guys. Uh, so the real answer is uh, actually they watch television or some shit. I don't know. Usually these... <laughs> Usually these have real answers, but we decided to throw a curveball for this one. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. The category is The End of the Fucking World, which is also a show on Netflix. In 2012, it was widely reported that the world was going to end because of what? Yes, James. The return of the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> yes, four points and 99 cents. Ada. The departure of the McRib. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely more of a world-ending scenario. <laughs> yes, George. Something, something, Coney? Yes. 2012 points. Yes, J uh, Joey. Uh, what is Justin Trudeau deciding to go into politics? <laughs> Did that happen in 2012? I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> If only, if only every humble drama teacher could have their dad be prime minister and then advance in society that way. <laughs> yes, Ada. Uh, they were worried Y2K was going to happen, but with the Gangnam Style video view count. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sebastian. People thought the movie 2012 was a documentary. That is true. <laughs> and also, don't look up. Uh, that was this year. I'm cheating, but I get to do that. All right, thank you guys. That's okay. One more, Joey. Uh, in the year 2012, I was going to get married. That's why. <laughs> Tell us more of your personal life. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Joey was going to marry Joseph Coney. I think is the is what we learned from that. All right, guys. Was uh, his name Joseph? It was. <laughs> It was. I'm getting upset. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, the answer is actually the end of the Mayan calendar. And if that confuses you at all, just think of the way our calendar ends on December 31st, and then the next morning it feels like the world ended. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next question. The category is digital entertainment. Long before they became a trend in 2017, fidget spinners were invented by Catherine Hettinger in 1997 with the explicit goal of distracting young boys... From what? George. Reaganomics. 
Which they really loved. They did. In the 90s. Yeah. Yes, Ada. The impending willennium. <laughs> it's been going so well. Having a great year. Ross. Seizing the means of production. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, I meant uh, their means of reproduction. Yes, that is correct. Uh, what is anal sex? <laughs> Are you asking? Because that might explain why you had those problems with Joseph Coney. Right. Anyone else? Yes, James. It's masturbating for sure, right? Yeah, it is. That was... <laughs> Thank you for explaining the joke. I just want to make sure I get the points. Yeah. Is that the correct answer? Oh, yes, but you don't get any points for explaining the joke. Yes, Joey. Um, uh, what is uh, learning to play the ukulele? Oh... Thank God we distracted them from that. We don't need more fucking ukulele comedians around doing their twee bullshit in shitty bars in Toronto. Thank God you guys don't have to see that. All right. That is a personal attack by Joey against me. (laughs) We lived together for two years. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much. The real answer is actually throwing rocks at police. So actually, masturbation was close because they are in a way getting their rocks off. Very good. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is very British problems. The question is, in a deeply divisive and acrimonious 2016 referendum, the British public voted by a narrow margin to do what? Sebastian. Completely outlaw dentists. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. In fact, dentistry was outlawed by Lord Toothrot with the Bleeding Gums Act of 1867. (laughs) Yes, Ada. Uh, They voted to stop saying in it. Seriously, in (laughs) what, Britain? I'll tell you what, in your mum. Uncalled for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) George. They voted to no longer mind the gap. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, Joey. To give America their independence. It took a while, but they got it. It's nice. It's nice. Perhaps one day they'll be able to stand on their own two feet. (laughs) That'll show them. Yes, Ross? To keep calm and just accept their fate already. (laughs) Ada? Uh, They voted to fake the queen's life. I will have you know that this show is by appointment to Her Majesty the Queen, and we are not allowed to joke about the royal family while that is still a secret. (laughs) So just wait a couple of weeks, and we're all good. Yes. Uh, To convert to a bus propaganda-based system of government. (laughs) Correct. No. uh, So uh, as you guys may know, uh, Britain voted to leave the European Union, and it's all been smooth sailing from there. No shortages of medicine or anything. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is Time Lords A-Leaping. In 2017, the long-running British sci-fi series Doctor Who made international news for doing what? Yes, George. Refusing to answer the question, Doctor Why. (laughs) Didn't they go to journalism school? What's going on? There's, There's five of them. Yes, Ross. Ruining a beloved British institution. You mean, sorry, were you, are you thinking of The Crown? Which, the show or the royal family? Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian. 
finally renaming the time machine away from that awful slur. Hopefully next they'll fix what they call cigarettes. Hopefully, hopefully. They converted the time machine into a convenience store, so now it's the Couch Tardis. It's good. Uh, you go in when you can't feel time anymore, and you come out with a lot of Cheetos. It's... Yes, uh, for actually being a good show. <laughs> they haven't done that. Cancel the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I actually did try to watch it once, and I got as far as the episode with the with the green fart monsters I'm and gave up. It's yeah, the worst. it is absolutely the worst, and anyone who likes it is terrible. <laughs> Ada, who likes Doctor Who, uh, <laughs> they stopped calling uncool things cool. <laughs> I don't know uh, the eleventh Doctor. Bow ties are cool. Yeah, okay. If it's like two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> I will judge you. <laughs> is that this how is you... why Coney left you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. The correct answer is that they cast a woman in the lead role as the doctor. Yeah. It was about time because even with terrible sci-fi, representation matters. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. The category is The Ice Bucket Cometh. <laughs> the Ice Bucket Challenge went viral in the summer of 2014. What was it actually raising awareness of? Yes, George. Global wedding. <laughs> it is feeling a bit damp in here, isn't it? Sebastian. The lengths men will go through to organize wet t-shirt contests. It's for a good cause. <laughs> It's for a good cause. <laughs> yes, Ada. Who every celebrity was personal friends with. <laughs> Ross. A shortage of ice cubes. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely after that. Uh, also, the dangers of warm champagne, apparently. Uh, yes. Uh, what is uh, struggling Instagram accounts? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, thank you very much, guys. The uh, correct answer is, of course, ALS. ALS. We are now all aware. Did they ALS. fix it? No. <laughs> it's no better. No. Great. But we know about it. <laughs> all right. The next question. The category is conspicuous consumption. In 2017, children and teens around the world incited a moral panic by posting videos of themselves <laughs> eating what? Yes. Uh, what is Joey. ass? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you asking? Because I can show you later. <laughs> yes, George. With little to no regard for the Canada Food Guide. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. Yes, Ada. Chicken fries. Are they chicken? Are they fries? They're the base of the Canada Food Guide. That's what they are. The KFC Double Down, for which <laughs> KFC has refused to apologize. As... As they should. It's in the name. You got me there. Okay, there we go. What is the body of Christ? <laughs> is this Jeopardy? <laughs> what is you doing? There, Answer me, Catholics. I can refer you, yeah, to a whole body of 16th century theology <laughs> on that topic, but ultimately the answer is a cracker. Because he's white. Okay. 
<laughs> Moving on. The correct answer is, of course, that uh, they ate the plums in the icebox you were probably saving for breakfast. No William Carlos Williams fans. Okay. <laughs> the correct answer is Tide Pods. They were eating Tide Pods, which look like big gushers and probably taste like them, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, guys. That was it for the first pop quiz. We're on to meet your contestants. You want to meet these lovely people right here in the room? You're more enthusiastic than you should be about this. All right, so introducing Team Yanni. First up, Joey Harlem spent the better half of the 2010s losing his mind and the other half trying to find it. You can see him play all over Ontario, mostly in places where he hasn't burnt any bridges. <laughs> Joey, what is your favorite fact that you learned about yourself? Oh, I, uh, I may or may not have a cocaine problem. <laughs> Congratulations. Admitting it may or may not be the first time. It's kind of like, oh yeah, go ahead. Tell me more about an HMV employee, please. <laughs> go ahead. All right, thank you, Joey. Moving on, Ada Nicole was eight years old when the 2010 started, a decade in which she underwent, in her words, the wrong puberty. <laughs> She's now looking to exact revenge. <laughs> Ada, what was your defining moment of the 2010s? Uh, when I first joined Twitter in like 2014, I got like uh, like six likes on a tweet and I was like stoked out of my mind. <laughs> and so I posted a screenshot of it on Instagram <laughs> and that Instagram post got like eight likes. Best yeah. day of my life. Best day of my life. That's a gateway. Is it still on your Instagram? No. Oh. <laughs> Did you just discover finance? <laughs> Weren't you yeah. asked about a regret? <laughs> no, uh, no, memory. Is uh, that my... <laughs> yeah, memory, memory. Oh. Okay, thank you. All right, last up, James O'Hara spent most of the 2010s being melancholy and listening to Weezer. <laughs> Not much has changed, except he's older, and Weezer is worse. <laughs> this is true, this is true. James, what would you do differently if you could go back to the year 2010? I would uh, take competitive high school improv less seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the first step is admitting you're <laughs> That really. I wanted team captain so badly, Dan. And you didn't get it. I had to. I had to fight for it. I really did. Like physically. <laughs> like I had to accept the fact that I had a co-captain. Oh. Someone else. Definitely deserved it more than I did. But have Ooh, they that guy. have they gone in f as far in comedy as you have now, or or are they just stuck in Second City for the rest of their lives? They they have a oh, oh. they have a real job. Oh, <laughs> I don't see them on this panel show. Francis. Yeah, because they're earning money. Okay. So Joey may or may not have a cocaine problem, and you may or may not have a co-captain problem. Uh, ah, very good. You just, you just spared yourself the horn. But that's enough. That's enough for that. Okay. That's, Thank that's you. And that's Team Yanni. Give them a hand, everybody. And up against Tim Yanni, we have Team Laurel. <laughs> team Chow. <laughs> also Team Chow. <laughs> Sorry about that. This is what you get when you... Uh, <laughs> this is what, what happens when you copy-paste and don't... And Buddy, don't I get it. Anything. All Asians look the same. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. George Burgess 
is a boring food monster who lost the 2018 I Heart Jokes Best Male Newcomer Award, which he plans to contest with a constitutional challenge. <laughs> he also feels that his wife purchases too many hats. George, how do you do? I do very well. <laughs> Thank you, George. All right, moving on. To Sebastian Chow number one. Presumably. <laughs> I don't know which one of you is older. <laughs> oh my god. It would be embarrassing. Okay. And now I, I just remembered it. I just remembered your bio. I would accept it with grace. We're pulling your chow, you're now Sebastian Chin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. I'm not making this up. This is a total accident. Sebastian Chow is the greatest man who ever was named Sebastian Chow. <laughs> there is only one other one in Canada, and they still one day fight to the death. Let's do it. His weapon of choice is old age. Oh, I am like 10 years older than him. <laughs> I wish I were smart enough to have made this joke intentionally. I really do. That, that doesn't look like a coincidence, and that's so unfortunate. <laughs> was, that, was that on purpose, guys? No. That's fucking hilarious, dude. That's I know. So funny. That is so fucking funny. A lot of this is written, guys, but that was not. <laughs> Sebastian, what was the best year of the 2010s? Every year. From the first four, when I was in high school getting bullied by all my classmates, to the rest of them when they graduated and I had to do it myself. <laughs> Excellent times. That was a heavy load to bear. I'm impressed. Yes. How long were you in high school? <laughs> well, you look like my teacher. Were you there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mr. Burgess? <laughs> Mr. Burgess. <laughs> Thank you, Sebastian. All right, and uh, lastly, Sebastian Chow, number two, also known as Ross Hammond, was grown in a lab to be the perfect human embodiment of 2010 to 2019, forgettable, riddled with problems, and largely regarded as a mistake we'd like to take back. I don't feel so bad about the name mix-up now. <laughs> Ross, you pretend to be an intellectual. What will the title of the first history book written about the 20-teens be? Mostly royal weddings and dabbing. <laughs> That's all there was. 100%. All right. Thank you, guys. This was Team Laurel. We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is called What the Hell is This? And What the Hell is This? We show our panelists a series of weird and wonderful images and ask them the eternal question, What the Hell is This? Are you guys ready for your first weird and wonderful image? All right, panelists, what the hell is this? This image turned me gay. <laughs> the 2010s turned everyone gay. Yes. This is a reactant commercial gone wrong. <laughs> this is a look inside the average liberal classroom. <laughs> This is what it looks like when you listen to Dark Side of the Moon backwards while watching The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, Joey. Uh, what is a screenshot from the new season of the show Cheers? <laughs> 
Cheers got weird by the end. Yes. This is actually just what having sex with Ted Danson looks like. It's... <laughs> I can tell you from experience it's what having sex with Ted Danson feels like. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. This is actually a screenshot from the uh, show The Good Place, which aired on NBC from 2016 to 2020. All right. So close. Yeah. If you're into philosophy, don't watch the show because they don't get it right. All right. Next image. Guys, what the hell is this? <laughs> yes. The Hunchback of Big Ben. <laughs> Yes, Joey. Uh, what is a ad for Viagra? <laughs> it does seem to be working, doesn't it? <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> it's just my dad. I'm sorry I just said that about your dad. <laughs> now he needs it. This is a human sacrifice that Britain probably really wishes they had followed through <laughs> with by now. <laughs> this is a working safety harness, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Boris Johnson being raised up high, also known as a Mile High BJ. <laughs> nope, we're done. No, go ahead. A piece of performance art called, Hey, everybody, look at my dick. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so as has been said, this is Boris Johnson... Uh, Still prime minister, isn't he? Yeah. But uh, we're stuck with him until we have some kind of a wicker man fiasco. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Yes, George. Proof that hair is wasted on the non-bald. <laughs> Ada. Banana flavored. <laughs> Probably. This is that one body horror scene from Acura. <laughs> uh, what is Hannibal Lecter's favorite snow cone? <laughs> uh, this is my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> She's unusually cheerful for a sleep paralysis demon. That's so scary. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> He can do that voice. He can do that voice. It's fine. Yeah, for those of you Let the recording show I did not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Let the YouTube podcast version of this show clarify that Joey Harlem is Asian. (laughs) We don't need to get canceled. That's a, well, also a 2010s thing, so maybe it's a. Getting canceled in Quebec is impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Getting canceled for racism in Quebec is impossible. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, (laughs) So this is actually from Tokyo Fashion Week in 2015 uh, by the designer Takafumi Tsuruta. All right, uh, time for your next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? (laughs) Dueling belt. Another liberal classroom! (laughs) You got him. A joke that never gets old, except for the last three times you told it. I've only told it three times. Exactly. These are the least hungry people in America. (laughs) Uh, This is BuzzFeed staff circa 2014. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
This is uh, Fridays at Planet Fitness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Very good. Very good. Truly, this could be the supper after the last supper. Yeah. Like, all the apostles are just like, fucking finally. <laughs> finally, we get to mix meat and cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, this is just a collection of all of my ex-girlfriends in one picture. <laughs> Joey, you have a type. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is a white trash can. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they should go to the bathroom directly after eating this pizza so they don't get a UTI. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> but they'll get it anyway. Do you have cranberries available as a topping? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so this is just a regular old pizza restaurant that's across the street from a gay club in Washington, D.C. Uh, this photo was taken in 2017, and it ended up on the uh, subreddit Accidental Renaissance Photos, for a reason. <laughs> or Renaissance yeah, Paintings, that's rather. That's yeah. incredible. But uh, I really like the way... The, like yeah, the woman on the left is really enjoying that pizza. You can just tell, you can tell that this was a bachelorette party that just left that gay bar and a lot of traumatized people. And they were spending months recovering from this. She's looking straight at the camera and it haunts my soul. <laughs> That's horrific. You can't see it, but in this pizzeria are several wet stools. <laughs> She's eating that piece for you. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. We're going to move on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Oh, God. Yes, George? The campaign trail has really not taken a toll on Dougie. He looks better, <laughs> better than he's ever looked. Uh, my dad, when I came out. Oh. <laughs> Roz? This is Kirby after his third colonoscopy. <laughs> this is an Adam Driver character. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, this is me after Mandarin, honestly. <laughs> this is a nose if it had a face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, so this is a blobfish, which has uh, gone viral several times in the last 10 years or so, uh, but it was officially voted world's ugliest animal in 2013. Blobfish. Yeah, I know. Poor blobfish. <laughs> and poor James's dad. All right, moving on to the final image, I believe. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Ada. Uh, this is why Avatar 2 kept getting delayed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first guy to get some from Smurfette. <laughs> Ross? This is the screen test for Danny DeVito's audition for the live-action Aladdin movie. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when you put all members of ZZ Top into a blender. <laughs> With a little blue curacao for flavor. Goes down smooth. He does look like he would go down smooth, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, this is from that year Santa Claus was blue. Yeah. He and Picasso both had a blue period. This is just the next Kanye album cover. <laughs> 
so <laughs> this is uh, David the Gnome after he developed that uh, choking fetish. <laughs> is anybody old enough for David the Gnome? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so this is from the world record for the largest gathering of people dressed as Smurfs, which occurred in Lauchingen, Germany on the 16th of February, 2019. And I know you guys want to see some more photos from that, right? So here we have some Smurfettes. <laughs> more of Joey's ex-girlfriends. <laughs> it's true. They just need the pizza. And <laughs> here we have another... Another somewhat disturbing photo. Please, please do not direct your attention to whatever that person is doing. They, they took the blue pill. <laughs> and, uh, and we got this last one with the uh, faux Scotsman in the center dressed in, uh, in, uh, in a clearly improvised kilt and played made from a tablecloth. Another liberal classroom. <laughs> All of those people, for sure, smurfed. <laughs> Looking at it now, this is basically just a rally supporting Ukraine. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, so that was it for What the Hill Is This? We're going to move on to the next section of our show, which is another pop quiz. All right. Uh, <laughs> The first question, the category is advanced particle physics. This seems like the venue for that. In 2012, the Large Hadron Collider in Geneva aided in the discovery of something that until then had been purely theoretical. What was it? Joey. What is uh, my attraction to men? (laughs) Joey, it's Large Hadron Collider, not Large Hardon Collider. Oh, right. Sorry. You're thinking. (laughs) Yes. Nothing. They were just trying to turn the world inside out, which I supported. Yeah. <laughs> 1,500 points. They figured Thanks. out how to get the last little bit out of the peanut butter jar. <laughs> even, even with advanced particle physics, that is not possible. A universe where James was captain of his improv team. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> You know, funnily enough, uh, Niels Bohr discovered that even with infinite universes, there still isn't one in which James was captain (laughs) of his high school improv team. Caitlin Francis is going to love this. (laughs) You hear me, Caitlin? (laughs) You and your money. (laughs) All right. Yes, Ada. They discovered people who wanted to go out with me theoretically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, so the actual answer is the Higgs boson, which has also been called the God particle by people who want to make physics seem cool. Okay, moving on to the next question. The category is Viennoiserie Voluptueuse. In 2013, the Cronut or Croissant Donut was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year. Who invented this hedonistic hybrid, this debauched and degenerate farinaceous fusion? George. Jedediah Cronut. <laughs> Ross. David Cronutberg. I don't want to eat. <laughs> I don't want to eat that. You shouldn't. Yeah. Joey. I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> Who's Stephen motherfucking Hawkins? <laughs> Suck my fucking dick, dude. We already did particle physics and ALS awareness earlier in the show. 
<laughs> We're done with Stephen Hawking. All right. Sebastian? Somebody without the time to eat both a croissant and a donut. True. <laughs> 50 so points. It's, yeah, you have to double fist him. It's terrible. I just want to chime in and say I hate you for these large words. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dan Dictionary Donnelly yeah, over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, got, got him. You went to school. <laughs> you went to school. <laughs> you went to school. James. In what kind of a classroom, James? I've been awake for so many straight hours. <laughs> Never mind. All right, thank you guys. So the correct answer is French pastry chef Dominique Ansel created the cronut. Boo! Boo for the cronut. Okay. Boo the French name. We see what kind of audience this is. <laughs> All right. The next question, the category is Riddle Me This. In 2019, the movie Joker grossed over $1 billion, making it the highest grossing movie ever with what characteristic? Sebastian. It contained the Joker. (laughs) That is true. I I just can't get over the fact that Joker didn't come out this decade. No. (laughs) Oh, that's wild. That's crazy. That's wild. Oh. Uh, It was a movie with Robert De Niro in it after 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Probably true. George. Even for a movie about a homicidal incel? Wasn't that jokey. No, it really wasn't. (laughs) He didn't make a lot of jokes. I don't know. Riddle me this. Ada. It was the highest grossing film to hurt Jared Leto's feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, All right. We're going to end it there. So the uh, real answer is the uh, highest grossing movie with an R rating. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. That is pretty lame, actually. All right. The Moving should on. be funnier. The Joker didn't even fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no balls there in that movie. No balls. <laughs> There's not even any boobs. No. no. Boobs. Not even Robert De Niro's. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see it. All for violence. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Moving on to the next question. The category is Deep Six. That's Local so musician Drake <laughs> was awarded what title by Billboard magazine in 2019? James. Artist most likely to attend an 18th birthday party. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, baby. He's suspiciously good at cosmic bowling. <laughs> <laughs> or is that a 12th birthday? Probably the same thing. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, most likely to walk again? Shit, sorry. I'm, I'm th- I thought you said his Degrassi High yearbook. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> George. Drakeiest. <laughs> You know what's sad is he didn't even win Drakeiest. <laughs> it's like that time Charlie Chaplin lost the Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest, which is a real thing that happened. You can look it up. And the person that won Drakeiest is popular music reference that I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think it was Drake Bell because I remember him winning the <laughs> Drake Bell prize. Most likely to attend a 16th birthday party. Oh. Hey! All the drinks are perfect. Even the hotel. Even the geese. (laughs) I agree with the Charlie Chaplin verdict because he's not a Charlie Chaplin (laughs) lookalike. They're correct. 
that's true. That's true. It's like the Sebastian Chan. Yeah. Mike, that lady. Ross won $10 in a uh, Sebastian Chow lookalike contest. <laughs> For being the only entrant. <laughs> Please advance to go. I was disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the uh, actual answer is musician of the decade. Artist of the decade. Artist of the decade. Oh. All right. Moving on to the next question. The category is under the influence. The last decade birthed a whole industry of content creators who gained enormous online followings and became influencers for a living. What do influencers do? James. They do better than we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but not your, uh, not, not the captain of your high school <laughs> group. She's doing, way She's doing great. <laughs> George. They do the opposite of outfluencing. It's oh. a thinker, guys. Sebastian. They make apology videos. <laughs> they do do that a lot. Uh, they drop a like, they smash that subscribe button, and they hit that bell notification. Fam. For those of you watching this show on YouTube later, please do those things. Ross. Uh, they have very public and lucrative breakups with each other. Yes. Joey. Uh, what is multi-level marketing? <laughs> hey, babe, haven't seen you for a while. How you doing? You want to make some money? They you have your own boss? They have links in their bio. <laughs> As do we. Please <laughs> buy tickets at the link of our, in our bio. <laughs> they promote Rob. their OnlyFans accounts. That's... <laughs> As do we. Please follow our OnlyFans account at the link from the link in our bio. All right. Yes. They have marital problems. Yeah. All right. That's enough of this. <laughs> Thank you, guys. The correct answer is, of course, that uh, they pay for lunch with exposure, but also <laughs> they advertise products in return for money, just like on TV, except people watch them. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. The category is jobs in decline. Apple founder and CEO Steve Jobs died in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> the title was funny. What was the last thing he developed? Ada. What no, is Joey? A, what is a relationship with his son? Oh. <laughs> That's so sweet. Ada. He, he developed breasts. <laughs> like me. <laughs> They're impressive, aren't they? They're new. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. you. <laughs> Professionally appropriate compliment. Thank you. Ross. A deadly brain tumor. That is... Oh, yeah, buddy. I'm not wrong. No, that is correct. Technically correct is always the best kind of correct on this show. Sebastian? A love of alternative medicine. <laughs> now you put those two answers together and you understand what happened. This sick app where you have like fake beer on your phone and then you pour it out by tilting your phone. A worthy legacy. A worthy legacy. Yeah, Joey. Uh, what is a new stupid Apple charging cord? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. The, the correct answer is actually the iPhone 5. The iPhone 5. So 
So close. All right, next question. The category is Crossing the Streams. Over the course of the 2010s, Netflix evolved from a humble mail-order version of Blockbuster to the industry-dominating streaming service we now all know and love. It also gave us the popular euphemism, Netflix and... What? Ross. Netflix and scroll for something new to watch, but ultimately settle on another Office rerun at 1.30 in the morning? Correct. Hey. 100%. 50 points. Sebastian. Netflix and typing in your fucking password with a TV remote? <laughs> 1,500 points. Ada. Netflix and the giant peach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is Netflix and check your emails while slowly realizing you need to break up with your girlfriend? <laughs> this is why Coney left you. <laughs> George. Netflix yeah. and price hikes. Correct. Yeah. So, what is it now? A- 1899 points? I've never met anybody who <laughs> no, there's only there's only one Netflix account. It's like the master of all vampires. Yeah, actually, actually, I get my Netflix through uh, James's co-captain from high school because she's so rich, she just pays for everybody. <laughs> Anyone else? Yes, James. Uh, Netflix and spill. Because no. uh, as soon as I sit down, I'm dropping my diet coke. <laughs> uh, Net, uh, Netflix and krill. Because I do it with a whale. No. <laughs> no, shut up. Netflix <laughs> Netflix and swill. Because I drink brandy while I do it. <laughs> no. Netflix and skill. Because I'm really good at it. <laughs> Netflix and bill. I mean shut up. This ne- <laughs> Netflix and bill. Because I do it with my friend Bill. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> what, what do you do with your friend Bill? Ne- I watch Netflix. Netflix, yes. Netflix and dill. Because I do while I eat pickles. <laughs> Net- Netflix and, and Mill. Because I, I. Just let him finish the alphabet. It'll only be. <laughs> let, let him go, I do let it go while on. I, he'll tire himself out. Because I do it while I grind wheat. <laughs> Netflix and Kill because the joke is dead. Yeah. Ooh, burn. Burn. Uh, Netflix and Sorry. We couldn't find the title you're looking for. Uh, I, I feel bad. I'm just going to let James continue. Netflix and Lil, because I only do a little bit. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Netflix and Grill, because my dad's going to be barbecuing. All right, okay. Are we done? Netflix and Pill, take a Xanax first. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Because we knew it was over. <laughs> But then you won't be able to click when it asks you if you're still watching. <laughs> it does it for you. Just, just enjoy the still image. Okay? <laughs> Netflix and still! Hey! Okay, now really we're done. Thank you very much, everybody. That's been it for this pop quiz segment. We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is called Not Bloody Likely. In Not Bloody Likely, we give our panelists a series of unlikely scenarios, and they act out what might happen in such a situation. All right, are you guys ready for your first unlikely situation? Yay! Superheroes that really don't need a film franchise. By day, I'm just a dentist, but at night, I hunt lions. That's right, I'm the guy who killed Cecil the Lion. <laughs> a 2015 reference. Yeah. Hi, I'm woman. <laughs> Sexist. <laughs> 
podcast man, a millionaire and trained fighter. He takes horse medicine that lets him run over 30 miles an hour. <laughs> Netflix and Hill. Because <laughs> I'm dying on it. Uh, I'm Wolverine if I went to therapy. <laughs> I'm a multi-level mar- marketing man. <laughs> I'm going to ruin all your friendships. <laughs> you want to make some money? We established in the last episode that Sebastian Chow number one is, in fact, multi-level marketing man. We have continuity? We do. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's go. You guys want a vacuum? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, prestige TV shows that m- really miss the mark. A game of scones. <laughs> uh, scuba cops. <laughs> they ride seahorses because I kind of want to see that. <laughs> Drug dealers, but they're white. <laughs> Old Sheldon. <laughs> He's older now. <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. We're going to move on to the next one. Dating apps that didn't take off. (laughs) Jerkmate.com. It's just for hand stuff. (laughs) Fishermen meet catfish. (laughs) Uh, Plenty of dish, an app for uh, people who don't know how to cook who want to find people who can cook for them. I I would join that, yeah. Oh, that is just a restaurant, isn't it? Squish! They're all people with uh, sensory issues. (laughs) (laughs) Any, uh... Oh, no. (laughs) Google Maps. (laughs) Dumpster. Yeah! Yeah! And it's it's spelled like a Christian rave? No E. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Uh, what is okay stupid? Uh, it's just an app for you to be condescended to until you go to sleep. Um, humble. It's like Bumble, except you get no matches and life sucks. How is that different from regular Bumble? My life is better than yours. Uh, thank you. Plenty of swish. After they come in your mouth, you go... Okay, (laughs) we're going to move on (laughs) to reboots nobody asked for, like James's bit, which is not coming back. (laughs) It's not, I promise. Caillou, fully loaded. (laughs) Smurfs 2, oops, all Gargamel. From the people who brought you Riverdale, it is the Chilean mining disaster. <laughs> I've always wanted to like see Cole Sprouse trapped in a mine. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty. Basically, hot. I was trying to make it into a sex joke and I couldn't figure it out. Oh, in a deep dark hole that is mine. There we go. There we go. <laughs> From the creators of Squid Game, it's the Taiwanese soccer team trapped in a cave. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet 2. Do, do they die at the end? I want to see the gnome funeral. Uh, that's it. The first 11 minutes of Up, but then just an hour-long shot of the wife's grave. 
<laughs> After the first hour of grave shots, the husband joins. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. We're going to move on to the uh, next one, which is hit singles that nearly missed. These lines are actually pretty well defined. I don't know why you're calling them blurred. Uh, there's a very clear number. <laughs> Because I'm sad, clap along if you feel <laughs> like room without a roof. <laughs> you know, from Minions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baby Shark gets finned. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Oh, no. I think the full title is Baby Shark Soup. Baby Shark gets finned, and then we have soup. Baby Shark gets finned, and then we have soup. Come on, guys. Do I have to do everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't need dollar bills to have fun tonight. Inflation's high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna end on that one. And our last unlikely situation: conspiracy theories. Even your cousin on Facebook doesn't believe. The government is secretly competent. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook are reading my Facebook. <laughs> 9-11 was a part-time job. Yeah. That sounds like a country song, doesn't it? 9-11 was a part-time job. It wasn't. It took a lot of work. <laughs> the Earth's not flat. It's concaved. Ooh. The Earth's not flat. It's developing breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You, Steve Jobs, and the Earth all have something in common. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a conspiracy that my father actually loves me. <laughs> Aww. That wasn't supposed to be that sad. That means <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> the moon landing was faked. Uh, this was a rumor spread by Stanley Kubrick, who's trying to get another credit. <laughs> the moon landing was cake. <laughs> uh, the moon landing was shot in a sound studio, but it was on the moon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the studio was built by aliens. Yeah, the moon studio. <laughs> Thank you guys. That was it. <laughs> For not bloody likely. So we are now going to move on to the last section of our game, which is called Debate Club. And Debate Club panelists uh, talk about uh, important issues of the day, and you, the audience, get to decide who wins. So our first important issue of the day is going to see George Burgess debating Jody Harlem. We have a hot topic for you, and the topic is Twitch streaming, yay or nay? Arguing in favor of yay, we have George Burgess, and arguing in favor of nay, we have Joey Harlem. George, you have one minute, starting now. I don't want to brag, but I used to play a lot of video games. <laughs> now I watch other people do it on Twitch <laughs> for the same reason that I don't weave my own duct tape. Other people can do it for me. <laughs> now I outsource all of my Tetris. <laughs> 
Some people might say that that's lazy. Well, check this out. I'm lazy. <laughs> it's really great. How do you not watch Twitch streaming? You can see a grown man wearing a light-up gamer headset cry live on camera <laughs> because he can't beat Zelda. <laughs> I don't know why TV shows hire actors and writers at all. Thank you very much. All right. That was exactly one minute. Very good. All uh, right. Uh, arguing against Twitch streaming, we have Joey Harlem. Joey, you have one minute starting now. Uh, I actually really big fan of playing video games, you know, for myself because there's something great about eating chips and playing video games. It's just something about the, the salt on the joysticks. But I think one of my favorite things <laughs> about being, being in these video games is I get to pretend myself that I am something that I'll never ever be. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Playing Call of Duty, I'm never going to be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I bought an Xbox. I made my choice. But also, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just want right? to be able to do and that's the thing about video games that make you so great. You're in that position that just can never be like playing Sims. I'm never gonna have a complete family. <laughs> with Sims, I get absolute control, right? And if I don't like it, I can set him on fire. <laughs> That's really about it. <laughs> All right, thank you, Joey. George, you have 30 seconds to respond. Starting now. Hey, get this. Also on Twitch, there's bikini babes. <laughs> What more do you want? <laughs> also, if you use Twitch, you're supporting local Jeff Bezos's. <laughs> uh, and he's really rich, so he must be smart. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, George. Joey, you have the last word, 30 seconds starting now. Listen, Twitch is great, it's an amazing idea, and I, it's entertaining, but you cannot, and I'm telling you, you can't, can't watch Twitch and have your mother come in and scream at you while you're in the middle of a video game. And there's just nothing that beats having your mom come in while you're in the middle of jerking off and playing through Mario Kart. It's just, it's the only way. Sorry. No, it's okay. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Got all those banana peels to keep it slippery. It's a good time. All right, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with George Burgess? Yay! Twitch streaming is great. Or do you agree with Joey Harlem? Nah, not so much. All right, George wins. That's one point for Team Laurel. All right, our next debate. Arguing uh, the proposition 2016 was the best year of the 2010s. Arguing in favor is Ada Nicole, and arguing against is Sebastian Chow. Ada, you have one minute, starting right now. Why, thank you. Uh, we all remember 2016, uh, the summer of Pokemon Go. What a blissful, magical time that was. Everybody was going outside. Remember how good music was in 2016? David Bowie released an album, and he hasn't... It's okay. Uh, <laughs> there was so... Like, imagine. Remember driving around in your car blissful summer like the election hadn't happened yet it was like well underway but like we didn't need to worry about anything yet right <laughs> it was just perfect and uh my opponent hates babies okay thank you <laughs> all right thank you ada sebastian you have one minute starting now while that last statement was true i will add that <laughs> <laughs> In 2016, the, quote, movie, unquote, uh, Suicide Squad came out, 
and Jared Leto's stellar Dallas Buyers Club reputation was sullied beyond repair. And now he just makes trash like Suicide Squad. And now in modern days, we have House of Gucci. What the hell is he, go- is he doing? He's truly damaged goods now. Uh, <laughs> you don't get that because no one saw that fucking movie. He has a tattoo on his head like an idiot. Uh, 2016, Corey Feldman released his uh, dumpster fire of an album, Angelic to the Core, one of the worst albums of all time. You do not know about it because it is that bad. <laughs> uh, and also, in 2016, I lost my virginity. Do you think that that was a good year for her? (laughs) Honestly, be honest with me. Would you think that was a good time? No, trash year. All right, thank you, Sebastian. Ada, you have 30 seconds to respond, starting now. Uh, I just want to say, in Dallas Buyers Club, Jared Leto portrays a trans woman. And as a trans woman, I'd like to say, uh, boo. And my opinion uh, counteracts yours, and it overrides it. And uh, and, uh, I don't know, I think think Corey Feldman's kind of a goofball. (laughs) We don't need to listen to his music. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you, Aiden. None of these things are working today. Uh, thank you, Ada. Sebastian, you have the last word, 30 seconds, starting now. Uh, in response to those allegations, of which I'm not sure what they were, I would like to call you, uh, I would like to call you white. Uh, <laughs> and furthermore, I would like to say that Pokemon Go was extremely overrated and we just needed something to do. <laughs> Literally anything. It was a very bare bones game where you just flicked once and you walked around your neighborhood and it was lame. Good night. Fuck you, buddy. All right, thank you. All right, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Aiden Nicole that 2016 was the best year of the 2010s, back when Bernie might have been president? Oh, no. Or do you agree with Sebastian Chow that that poor girl had a terrible time? (laughs) All right, and moving on to our last debate of the show with the proposition icing people is not socially acceptable. I don't actually know what this means. I assume it has something to do with desserts. No, okay. (laughs) Arguing in favor of the proposition, we have Ross Hammond, and arguing against, we have James O'Hara. Ross, you have one minute starting now. Is icing socially acceptable? No. For those of you who don't know what icing is, it's basically adult frat tag. All that the game is, is dudes will go around and present each other with a Smirnoff ice, and the goal of the game is when I give you an ice, you have to take a knee and chug it right then and there. This leads to copious amounts of binge drinking, and also at least one instance of that happening to somebody, a cop seeing it happen, that guy got in his car and he was immediately pulled over for drunk driving. (laughs) Do we really need to encourage this sort of copious binge drinking, especially right after a pandemic? We don't need more help drinking these days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you, Rob. Now that you explain it, I understand, because I have seen the videos. I've seen videos called Bros Icing Bros and Bros Frosting Bros and Bros Glazing Bros, but none of them had Smirnoff Ice in them. That's probably on a different tube. Uh, They all did start with Smirnoff Ice, though. Okay. James, you have one minute starting now. Smirnoff Ice is the lifeblood of the 19-year-old binge drinker. We've already lost. <laughs> Smirnoff ice tastes like if lemonade had bad parents. 
<laughs> Icing someone is the perfect prank. It is victimless, apart from drunk driving victims, as Ron said. It can be done at a safe, COVID-friendly distance. And as of all the things that can surprise you at a frat party... <laughs> It's pretty tame. <laughs> That's it. That's all, right, all I thank got. Thank you, James. So I think James Ross, just you have argued. 30 seconds to I think, respond. I think James just argued in my favor, but uh, I'll keep going. Another rule of the game of bros icing bros, that's what it's called, Fuck is yeah. that when you are presented with an ice and you just happen to have a Smirnoff ice on you, you can do something called an ice block, at which point the person trying to ice you then has to chug both of them on their knees. Oh, this is insane. Why did we let this happen? Why are we still thinking that it would be a good idea now? <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, Ross. James, you have the last word. Oh, yeah, Ross? You think it's so stupid? I'm going to look inconspicuously in my bed. What is this, Ross? <laughs> what have you done to me? Oh, no. Shut up. Shut up. I didn't do this to you. <laughs> you clearly planted that and brought it yourself. James, you have a problem. This is a really big bottle of Smirnoff ice. This isn't the right size, even. <laughs> I, cu I couldn't find the right size. I mean, Ross couldn't find the right size. <laughs> this is so... You're not even halfway done. <laughs> You're a real man, James. You're a real man. Show your father. <laughs> oh, this isn't going to go well. Oh, my God. <laughs> I... We have we to drive home to with you tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh it was funny for the first hundred <laughs> milliliters. <laughs> and now we're... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm throwing up on the drive home. All right, so... <laughs> now that that has happened... <laughs> Do you guys agree with Ross that that kind of thing should never happen? <laughs> yeah! Don't you take this away from me! <laughs> or do you want to give it to James because he clearly suffered for committing to the bit? Can we at least all agree that James needs help? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah! <laughs> Don't get it when he's good That's and ready! That's a point for Team Yeti. And so now we've come to the end of our show. I need to ask you guys, who takes the prize home overall? Do you guys like Team Yeti? Yeah. Or do you guys like Team Laurel? Yeah. Sounds like Team Laurel to me. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that has been our show. I've been Dan Donnelly, your host. Team Yanni has been Joey Harlemade and Nicole James O'Hara. Team Laurel has been George Burgess, Sebastian Chow, and Ross Hammond playing the role of Sebastian Chow. Our next episode will take place at the SoCap on June 27th at 8 o'clock. And you can follow our Patreon, patreon.com slash andascotchegg. It's the cheapest way to get tickets to the show. They're a quarter price if you subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at andascotchegg. Or visit our website, andascotchegg.com, for future shows and previous episodes. 